Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. 26 letters. A. B. $1,000. It's the 1K letter of the day on Q102. Tim. Hey, how you doing? How's life treating you? Ah, uh, it's all right. Can't complain. That's good. How was your weekend? Uh, relaxing. I needed it. Oh, good for you. Yeah, everybody I know so didn't really jealous. do a Jen's really the only one I think who went out this weekend. Yeah, I did. <laughs> nah, I, was out I with stayed them. in the house, had a fire to fireplace, and relaxed. Well, that sounds there you go. so love. I don't know what I would do. Sam, I want you know. Wow, I don't know what I would do. I think I would say I would start to sink into the couch and just have this overwhelming feeling of like I should be doing something. No, no, you can't something. do that. No. Yeah, keep the mentality. Don't do nothing. Right. <laughs> She's Write not that wrong, down, man. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. That's funny. That's I what I do. It. I feel guilty. Like I, I lay there and I think about all the things that I should and could be doing, and then I make myself get up and yeah. do it. And I'm yeah. like, why? Well, why yeah. can't I just relax? Well, because you know, if you don't do it, it's going to catch up with you. And it does. And it does every time. Did you get any snow where you are, Tim, this weekend? No, I live on the west side. I got hardly any. Yeah, well, up by where Fritch lives, she got quite a little blanket, at least for a little while. Her kid was up when it was still dark out with her snowsuit on, ready to go outside. <laughs> she sure she was. That was funny. I put I up know. a video. We hardly got anything. Yeah, I put up a video of her. I'm like, it's 7.03, and she already had on her snow pants, her snow boot, and her toboggan. Yeah, and was like, please let me go outside. Do you remember when you were that age, and like, you could oh, wait yeah. to get out of bed. The mere possibility there might be snow on the ground. Yeah. Right. Well, that's when we were younger, and, you know, we used to get two feet of snow yeah now we barely get anything now we just want to do nothing that's right yeah that, that's what you're supposed to do i think i walked to the store that was it oh yep. good for you only because he had to yeah yep. beer run beer right. run see you have there to you be go. highly motivated i think tim and i might be related i don't know we love all the same things all right well let's try to win you a thousand dollars in beer money i'm opening up your envelope and uh we're going to give you a letter of the alphabet if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with that letter you will win a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Oh, yes. That's big money, honey. Now you so. can't use the same answer more than once. Correct. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible, uh -huh. in our humble opinion. Correct. Correct. Right. And today's points. letter, Tim's letter, you got the letter L. Oh. It's a lazy. Lazy. Yes. Well, that's what I did on Saturday. Exactly right. right. You can relate. So we got right. 30 seconds on the clock, and I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. So here we go All with right. the letter L. 
Name something you say when the Bengals don't make the playoffs. Losers. Something you order. Lasagna. A side dish. Um, uh, lettuce. Something green. Lexus. Something crunchy. Uh, uh, pass. A college. Uh, uh, pass. A fruit. Ooh, um, pass. Something you clean. Laundry. Uh, oh, yeah, man. laundry's good. I kept screaming like lentils, lima beans. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah, was fruit, lime, a college, LSU. Lehigh. Or leche, is that a fruit? Leche. 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 I was thinking about that. Milk, lime or lemon. Is that it? Uh, yes. Lime, lemon. I wrote, with lemon. I wrote oh, lime. Man. Yeah. Yeah, answers you came up with, though, were good. Yeah. I was trying. I know. And she said something green. I'm like, oh, he blew lettuce. What's he, where's he going to go now? And Alexis and was good. There it was. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, y'all. Uh, hey, you have a great day. Hey, y'all do the same. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Plan on going flying anytime soon, Jen? Um, The next time I fly will be August. And I'm not getting on a 737, I'll tell you that right now. Max. You can be on an old one. Uh, Max 9. The the, the Max 9 is the issue? Yeah. Well, that's the one that grounded. The FAA ordered airlines to ground more than 170 Boeing. This this is the plane you're... uh, The the plane of concern. The Boeing 737 Max 9 aircraft... After the Alaskan Airlines flight had a panel on the side of the plane blow off. There was a hole in the side of the plane up in the air. Yes. That is terrifying. It is. It's awful. I have the... uh you feel very uneasy. <laughs> Agreed. I have the air traffic control audio, which, you know, I I think it's just very impressive how... Well, I mean, just level-headed and, and calm everybody is. Like, you'll you'll hear the stress in the pilot's voice when mm-hmm. she radios in that there's a problem. Uh, we have a problem. Uh, but keep in mind <laughs> that the oxygen masks have come down. Uh-huh. They're attempting to climb 16,000 feet uh-huh. when suddenly the plane depressurizes when, when that door just blows off. Right, and it just blew off. Right? Right. I mean, they don't know why. It no. just poop, popped right out of there. And, and the oxygen mask come down. And so the pilot is trying to radio in while having the mask half on her face, which is not an easy feat. So you can imagine the chaos that's going on in the cockpit when this happens. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to hear it's It's kind of hard to hear because they're talking fast and the radio communications are horrible. It's amazing more people... That people didn't get sucked right out of there. Oh, my God. I mean, there was nobody sitting in the seat right by where it happened. So that was pure luck as well. Yeah. That, I mean. Uh. So you're going to hear the pilot try to contact SEA. SEA is S-E-A. That's Seattle Center Air Traffic Control when you hear her say SEA. Yeah, uh, we're about to go down. Mm. I'm sorry, last aircraft again? Aircraft, say again. Uh-huh. It's 
Like she just did, but it was hard to hear her because mm-hmm. she was breathing through the mask. Yeah, and it was it was a little muffled and somewhat frantic, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were climbing 16,000 feet when the pilots declared the emergency, requesting to descend immediately. They just asked her to restate her emergency. So, I mean, everybody's having a hard... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's like, you 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 can't... Right. Really? And your intentions, it's like, what do you mean by that? What I mean is... We're depressurized. Well, they probably need to clarify and make sure they heard it before they start clicking buttons. This is all protocol, too. Double check it. Meanwhile, I'd be sitting there screaming, we're all going to (laughs) die. We're all going to die. Checking my many bottles that I've snuck into my backpack. I don't don't want to go like this. (laughs) But the radio communication itself is not that great. Like, everybody's struggling to hear everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And the pilot is still, I think, relatively Patient, considering the circumstances. Yeah. We just depressurized. Instead of maintaining ten thousand, and we need to return back to Portland. <laughs> like, if you're in an emergency situation, you're trying to hear what air traffic is. Could you make out any of that? Just now? I know. If it were you, if you were the air traffic control, you'd be three zero two three flight pilot heading to Alaska twelve eighty two. What were you saying? You'd be you'd be asking them if they were on speakerphone. Right. Do you, have, <laughs> you on speakerphone? Can you pick up? Yeah. Can you turn do, your radio do, down? Do you have a landline? Turn your Bluetooth off. Right. So at this point, though, do they? When you have this kind of situation, do they have everyone at Portland just on lockdown? Like, how does that work with the other planes that are in the when air? When there's an emergency plane right. coming in, like this. So she's declaring the emergency right, right. now. She's declaring the emergency to Seattle Center. They're going to let Portland Approach know who's going to let Portland Tower know. So there's basically like three different air traffic control centers mm-hmm. that she's got to communicate between now and landing. Alaska 1282. And Portland, uh, Seattle, Alaska 1282. We need to return back to Portland if we can get one. She sounds a lot calmer now. We need a return vector, meaning we need like instructions like, you know, give me, give me a descent. Give me a heading. Mm-hmm. Tell me what runway to come in on. Yeah. Okay. She just said, all right, we're, we're going to contact Portland. We're going to let them know you're coming. <laughs> Do you need any assistance on the ground when you land? Yes, we need it. We need it. We declared an emergency. And we have 177 passengers on board. And we have our fuel is 18,900. Now, that's a lot of fuel to land with, and sometimes they have to dump fuel before they can land. Yeah. So you'd think, like, just, just land right away, but you, but that presents another risk sometimes if you're full of fuel. Well, I was in, did, did you know I had an emergency landing one time? Did I ever tell you I feel you like you mentioned it. When I was flying into St. Petersburg, Florida, yeah. and our landing gear would not come down. Mm. And so we circled and we circled and we circled for like over an hour. And then when we finally did land, it was, I like, I was not fully grasping the extent of the seriousness of what was happening. I was naive at the time. I am no longer naive. 
But when we landed, it was a, a serious emergency situation. There were fire trucks and ambulances. Wow. And everything on the on the runway. Did the landing gear ever went, come down? No. Oh, so you just We landed skidded? without landing oh, gear. Geez. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, now she's talking to Portland Approach, and they're still trying to catch up on what's going on because Seattle Center basically just handed them, handed her off to them. Yeah. So they're trying to catch up, and he's like, uh, did, did you declare an emergency? Or Are do you, you pissed at this point? Like, Or, you know, or do you just need to return? Hello? Like. Yeah. Like, you have a sick on? passenger. Like, what's what's happening? We are emergency. We are depressurized. We do need to return back to. We have 177 passengers. Zero is 18.8. Oh my god, that female. Roger, Roger. And do you need time to burn off some fuel before you land? Negative. ready for the now. Okay. We need about 10 minutes for Alaska 1282. Yeah, I wonder what that's about. Like, uh, we need about 10 more minutes before we can. Do you think that's fuel? Well, I think it, if they're at 10,000 feet, right, they probably need some time to. Yeah, and maybe there's some, like, checklist items that they need to go over before they actually make the landing. 10 minutes for Alaska 1282. 10 minutes. Alaska 1282, Roger, just let me know when you're ready. We'll let you know, Alaska 1282. Well, she's calm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't wow. Even. So you can see them, like, turning around. Alaska 1282, sorry, Bobby, getting okay. Well, that's what they're getting paid for, though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have to. Be and Portland, Alaska, job, right? 1282, we are ready for the approach, and we'd like to do the approach. Alaska, 1282, can you get down from there, or you want to give you a box around to get down? What's that mean? We can get down, Alaska, 1282. Alaska, 1282, no problem. If I show you, show you from there, it looks like you're on a work Clear for the approach, Alaska, 1282. Alaska 1282, and it's one of our final problems. Making defend, we could back to back around for another approach if you like. You know, I think we got it. Alaska 1282. Thank you. Alaska 1282, no problem. Contact Howard 123.77. Have a good night. I, I wonder. I wonder if you know how meteorologists when there's a big storm coming and they get just like in their zone and they are just the sleeves go up. The sleeves go up and they are out there standing in the ocean while the hurricane is coming. You know, right? How they live for that. I wonder if that is the same kind of adrenaline rush that these pilots and these air traffic controllers, it's like, we've trained our whole lives for this and here we are now. No, I don't know. And I, they just they just get into, you know, into a zone. Yeah, you got it, I would think. they're just, they're just going to do it. Well, when she landed, though, I could immediately just feel like she would cry. You oh, know I'm what I mean? sure there's like, got to be a delayed the, the response. release. Yeah, when like, the, oh. when, yeah, finally when have that release. Yeah, when the fight or flight yeah. can sh actually shut off. Yeah, we're looking at, at a picture of the plane now, and, I mean, it is pretty wild. You know, it looks like a door just blew off, uh, but we found out later that it wasn't actually a door. It was a plug where a door would go had the seats been configured differently. Evidently, you know, when they manufacture planes... They set up the seating arrangements differently for each airline, depending on that on that airline's needs. Huh. So when they made the Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft, 
basically when you're ordering the plane, you know, you check off the options that you want and the seating configuration that you want. And, you know, they built it in such a way that you could put a door there, but they didn't need one there because of their seating configuration. So they plugged it. Wow. And that's what came out. That's terrible. What would have been the door, which they found, by the way. just fly off like that? They yeah. found the door. Did it land on somebody's house? Uh, no, but it landed in, in this Portland school teacher's backyard. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Close to Here's one of the passengers. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshy noise and all the air masks dropped. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. Yeah, that's crazy. Ready. Now, Ready. I've I've been in an airplane with the door open at 14,000 feet. Because that was the level we were flying at when, when we jumped. when we jumped out. It was 14,000 feet. They were climbing to 16,000 feet. And I know, like, like I, I was strapped to a guy. We had a parachute, and it was still scary. scary. Yeah. The, with all just the wind and everything, it was so loud and disorienting, all of it. It's just terrifying when you're looking down and realizing there's nothing between yeah. you and that gaping yeah. hole. Yeah. And I wonder, too, if that would have happened at a higher elevation, would it have been differently because of the pressure? Like, I think it very well could have been. Like, could it have been more, I don't know. Forceful? Would oh, people yeah. be injured because of the pressure? They said that. If it was higher up. Yeah. yeah. I think that may have saved some lives. Oh, my God. How terrifying. But it could yeah. have been catastrophic. I guess the seat next to it, like the headrest got blown off, the tray table got blown off, the kid that was sitting, he was like one seat over. Was it a little kid? Or yeah, it was a little kid. Oh, God. And, and his his shirt even. was like sucked right off of him. And that's why you put your seatbelt oh, on at all times. all times. Yeah, so they moved the mom and the kid once that happened. Because I guess they were one seat over, but oh, it was gosh. a miracle. Like the, this, the plane seats, 100, what, 77 people? But they only had 170 and that particular seat was empty. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. So they're going to take a look at that plane. And I think it might be a good Try to figure idea. out, was that uh, an yeah. installation issue, yeah. manufacturing issue? Yeah. Is that a maintenance issue? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
Morning Show on Q102. All right, gang, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is Cece. Come on, from Xenia. Hello, Cece. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much. Did we pronounce your last name correctly? Yeah, you nailed it. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, like, come on. Come on over. All right. I love it. And she's been a, a substitute teacher and a high school volleyball coach for, what, almost 10 years now? Yeah, I have been coaching for almost 10 years. I've been subbing now for about five. Oh, wow. That's fine. Yeah. And uh, you're also a part-time student at Wright State University. What are you studying? I am. I'm going for health and physical education. So all kind of ties together the coaching, you know, health and PE. Very cool. I love it. It says here you got two boys. Your oldest is a junior at the Citadel. Yes. Yeah, that's super cool. It's um, We are a military family, so I was married to the military for almost 20 years, so it's no surprise he's going to go into the Air Force, so just, he's doing great there. Just like his dad. Yeah, that's the plan. And then your youngest is a sophomore in high school. He is. Year-round soccer player. Soccer is life around here. <laughs> <laughs> Football is life. Yeah. I know. I know. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of feel like a bad parent sometimes. Like I've tried to say, come on, don't you want to try something else? Don't you want to check out what else is out there? No, nope. 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 I, I have a question about the volleyball though. So my daughter has shown some interest in volleyball, but I don't really know if she's old enough to start. Like, I don't know if her hand-eye coordination is quite where it needs to be. Is there any sort of recommendation on an age that they should start or how to start them? I would start as early as you possibly can mm -hmm. because those skills are just going to develop as you work with them. Even if you're just tossing her a ball and kind of showing her, you know, how to use her arms to, to pass it back up. And, and the, a lot of YMCAs have clinics and classes that start really, really young. Okay. And sometimes as young as three. So you... I, for me, obviously, I love volleyball. So, yeah, let's get her going. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't know if her and her hand-eye coordination is anywhere near where You're it should be. You're worried about her taking one in the face. Well, I am not very coordinated in the volleyball world either. So, it, she comes by it very naturally, I should say. Uh -huh. But this may be a great way to develop those skills yeah, at a young age, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'll just help develop it. Yeah. And get that passion started super young Yeah, and get her going. Yeah. You could start really slow, but like I said, they have lots of classes and stuff at WISE and um, you can find a lot of just people. If you talk to people, you'd be surprised who actually knows about it and could mm -hmm. just help, you know, in your backyard, friends of yours or something. That's cool. You know, when we look at your life, uh, especially for the past 20 years with your, uh, your husband being an officer in the Air Force, um, that took you to four countries and six different states. Where have oh. you lived besides here? Oh, my gosh. We settled here finally in Ohio, but we were in Virginia twice. Both of my kids were born in Virginia on different assignments, which is kind of funny. Um, we were in Alabama. Uh, Alabama. Um, <laughs> sorry. Alabama. And um, so we lived in England, Germany, Korea. In Italy. Wow. What, what was your favorite? Germany. Germany. Germany is just, it's so easy to travel from Germany. You can really get anywhere in Europe. Yeah. And, and it's just, there's so much culture and so many cool things to experience. They love being outdoors in Germany. So, so many of the things they do are geared around being outside and hiking. 
So we we love to do that, take the kids out there when they were little and, and do all the, ex, you know, experience the culture in the country and be outside. And it right. was super cool. Yeah, Germany is definitely my favorite. Do you speak any foreign languages? Oh, no, just the basics. You know, right. I can I can ask, I can say thank you in Korean and I can I can say, you know, thank you in most of the languages because that's the most important thing as Americans that we don't seem like jerks. Right. So, you know, saying please and thank you in their language is always helpful. But Plus, it's easier living on a base because you, you've got other Americans there with you. Yeah, sometimes. We lived off base um, in Italy and Germany, but there's still Americans around. Yeah, so that's helpful. Right. Was that hard on the kids growing up, going from place to place, country to country, um, state to state? They don't, didn't know any different. They were born into it. So for them, just when we were anywhere more than just a couple of years, they would kind of start asking so where, where are we going next you know when are we yeah. moving yeah so it, it just became normal life for them yeah learn how to make friends quick exactly they're both really good at that my youngest especially now it's it's funny to watch him he's starting to consider ohio home because we've been here since he was five or fifth grade i'm sorry we moved here when he was in fifth grade and um my ex-husband retired here so then now we're just here until he graduates high school so he's really starting to feel like this is home so that's fun to watch, actually. He's getting a really good core of friends that I can see him coming back from college to hang out with. And that's pretty cool to see. That's great. Well, I love what an interesting story. Yeah, it's been a fun life. You know, you would, I, I think most military wives will tell you that we wouldn't treat it for anything. It's hard and, and there's a lot that, that goes into it and a lot of sacrifice for everyone. But looking back, you just can't trade the experience for anything. Right. right? Yeah. I know our friend Nancy and, and her family, you know, when they were stationed in Korea, I, I think they were there for, what, almost three years? Or, it was a long time. They and they lived it. through COVID, yeah. too, which made it even harder because yeah. the lockdowns oh, yeah. were so strict there. Yeah, yeah I can't even imagine. Yeah, I know. I loved Korea, though. I, I absolutely loved it there. The Koreans are wonderful people. Yeah. And I loved being there. That 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 was a culture that you're just not going to say, hey, let's go to Korea. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. That, where you're going to visit. So it was really cool to have, I was scared to death to go. But then once we got there, I was so, it was so cool and so fun. And like, just, this is like, we just soaked everything in. It was really cool. That's great. Cool. Well, we're super excited to have you in our club. Yeah. Welcome. See, this is great. Too. You guys have no idea. Like mine was like blown this morning. I think I even sent that emoji back to Fritz. I was like, mind blown emoji. She did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, we're going to do a happy hour soon, okay? Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh, yes, I can't wait. I I can't wait, but I got to I gotta tame myself. <laughs> I want to make sure I don't embarrass myself. No, no we're looking forward right. to it. We're going to have a great time. Yeah, I'm super excited. You guys, thank you so much. And just thanks for, like, just, like, making my day better, like, every day. It's Aww, awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, we thank appreciate you. that. Bye. See ya. And if you want to be a member of our club, our best friends club, we have an online application. Super so easy. easy. It's easy. It's yeah. time consuming, but it's easy. Yes. And please fill out all. You got to fill out the entire questionnaire to even be considered. So please do take the time. Yeah. Yeah. Take a little time on that. Uh -huh. And you may think you can't come up with three interesting things about yourself, but I'm I bet you can. If you take enough time, maybe step away from it and come back, you can Even come up Even ask with... a friend. Say, what do you think is interesting about me? Yes. That might be. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. What is something that you have learned about me over the course of our friendship that surprised you that you yes. find interesting? Yep. Maybe ha have a friend help you fill it out. Uh-huh. And then ask your friend, what three words would you use to describe me? That's always fun.
to hear what other people think. Nice tips in that there, arena. Jen. Yes, this play with your friends today. There you go. <laughs> uh, so get online at wkrq.com. It's all right there. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.